0: I thought of doing a series called the three G's. Gratitude, being gracious, and being generous. I don't know that we're going to finish it up, but we're going to start with the first one. Let's start on gratitude. Gratitude. Did you know that the attitude that you have for the day is set in the first few minutes of your day? Do you want to grumble, gripe, and grunt your way through the day? Or do you want to be grateful? Grumbling, griping, and complaining is a waste of time. Joyce Meyer said if you complain, you remain, but if you praise, you will be raised. Complaining doesn't change anything, it doesn't change the weather, it doesn't change the way you look, it doesn't change your spouse. Complaining does not change one thing. So I want to encourage you to get up in the morning with gratitude. It'll change everything about your day. List the ways, get yourself a gratitude list. List the ways that God has been good to you. How many of you have ever heard of a country uh, western singer by the name of Willie Nelson? Well, I want to quote Willie this morning. (laughs) Willie said this. He said, when I started counting my blessings, my whole life turned around. When you count your blessings, and when you verbalize it, and when you acknowledge it, it will change the way you think. It will change the way that you feel about the day. It'll change the way that you feel about yourself. Having a thankful heart to the Lord for His goodness, for His salvation, and for all of His rich benefits that accompany it. In Psalms 103, we notice in verse 1 through 5, what do you say we just look at some of those benefits today? He said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Verse 2 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget none of His benefits. Now notice this next one. Who pardons all your iniquities. He has forgiven you of all of your sins. The next one says, Who has healed you of all your diseases. The next one says, He redeems your life from the pit. He redeems your life from from destruction. See, the destroyer came along in many of our lives and he tried to snuff us out. He tried to kill us before that we could have an impact in the kingdom of God. But oh, thank God, our Redeemer looked upon us. Our Redeemer saw us. Our Redeemer did something about us and he took us from the pit. And some of us he put in the pulpit. He took you from the pit of destruction. He redeemed you and your life from destruction. Oh man, that's good news. Now notice this. He crowns you with loving kindness and compassion who satisfies your years with good things. Do you like that? He satisfies your years with good things so that your youth is renewed just like the eagles. And so here's what gratitude will do for you. It will attract more of God's blessings in your life. Well, an ungrateful heart repels the blessings of God. I believe this, that gratitude is the door for more of His goodness and for more of His blessings in our lives. A good friend of mine, Mac Hammond, said this, If you want to cultivate gratefulness, deliberately move your words and thoughts from what you don't have to what you do. For you will always have something for which you can be grateful for. Are you grateful you woke up this morning? Are you grateful you had a bed to sleep in last night? Are you grateful you had a roof over your head? Are you grateful for your cereal, your eggs, your coffee, your water? Are you grateful for the local church? Are you grateful for a bright, sunshiny day? Are you grateful that this is the day that the Lord has made and we're going to rejoice and we're going to be glad in it. Hallelujah. It is the door for more. Paul writing to the church of Colossae said it like this. In verse 6 and 7, As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk you in Him. And then he goes on to tell us how we can walk in him since we have been born of God. It goes on to say, rooted and built up in him. You are in him. He is in you. And we are rooted in him. And when we become rooted in him and his word, we will be built up in him. Amen. Amen. We said last week that the Word of God is able to build you up. So rooted and built up in Him and established in the faith. God wants our lives to be established on the foundation of faith. As you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Now I saw this from another translation. The NASB says it this way. Having been firmly rooted and now built up in him and established in your faith, just as you were instructed, and overflowing with gratitude. Amen. Amen. I like that, don't you? Not overwhelmed by circumstances, but overflowing with gratitude. Oh man, that's good. That's living in the overflow. Somebody says, Well, I don't quite have a lot of money yet, but praise God, you've got Jesus. And if you'll overflow with gratitude, he'll multiply your seed sown. His grace is sufficient for each and every one of us. We can go from being overwhelmed to overflowing with gratitude. And one way that I do it, and one way that you can do it, is we can acknowledge, we can confess. And we can glorify His name. In Hebrews, the 13th chapter, in the Amplified, it says this. Let's read it together. Through Him, therefore, let us constantly and at all times offer up to God a sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips that thankfully, notice, acknowledge and confess and glorify His name. Oh, I love that. Notice this. Thankfully... Acknowledge, thankfully confess, thankfully glorify his name. Aren't you glad today that you found out some of his names? Well, the big name is Jesus, the name that is above every name. And at that name, every knee's gonna bow. So when you acknowledge and you glorify and you, and you sanctify the name Jesus in your life, you can expect things around you to bow. You can expect things around you to change. Amen. Have you discovered that he is Jehovah Raha, the Lord your shepherd? Amen. Aren't you glad he leads you into peaceful waters? Amen. Have you discovered that he is Jehovah Jireh, the God that is more than enough? He is your abundant compensation and He is your provider. How about this? Aren't you thanking God that He is Jehovah's Sidkinu, your righteousness? Yes. Oh, lift up your hands and say, thank God, thank God for His names. God. I, honor, I honor, I glorify, I glorify. I acknowledge His names. I acknowledge his name. Ooh, glory to God. Glory How about this one? Have you discovered that He is Jehovah Rapha? He is the Lord that healeth thee. He is your doctor. He is the doctor that still makes house calls. He am the Lord that healeth thee. Now religion will try to say he was or he will be. But no, thank God, he am forever. The same yesterday, today, and forever. He am the Lord that healeth thee. He's on the inside of you. And greater is he that's in you. Woo! Glory to God glorify his name acknowledge his name when you don't feel like it take the name and beat the devil up with it oh glory to God say with me I've got his names you see his names are our part of our arsenal he is Jehovah Makeda he is the Lord who sanctifies you he is the Lord who separates you from profane things He is the Lord that keeps you from falling. He is the Lord that keeps you from failing. He is the Lord that keeps you from, come on somebody, getting into bad situations. He is the Lord that keeps you holy. He is the Lord that sanctifies you. He is the Lord that separates you from this failing world system. Glory to God. Acknowledge His name. Glorify His name. Give Him praise in the household today. Amen. Everyone say gratitude. 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 And this will increase your capacity to receive from Him. It will enlarge you on the inside of you. You see, a lifestyle of gratitude, a lifestyle of thanksgiving, it will literally strengthen your faith. Abraham found that out. Abraham had a promise to become the father of many nations. It didn't happen overnight. But Abraham refused to consider his own body or the deadness of Sarah's womb. And in verse 20 in the Amplified, it says this. No unbelief or distrust made him waver or doubtingly questioned concerning the promise of God. But what happened? He grew strong and was empowered by faith as he gave praise and glory to God just as abraham grew strong and was empowered by faith you have the god kind of faith on the inside of you and as you give praise and glory to god you can see results like abraham saw results isaac finally showed up on the scene somebody says well i'm waiting for my isaac to show up on the scene Well, in between the amen and Isaac, you need to be empowered with your faith, strong in him and giving glory to God. I need to say this to you. He did not magnify or glorify how old he was. Keith Moore says it this way. Whatever you magnify and glorify, you give more place to in your life. I'm going to say that again. Whatever you magnify, positive or negative, and glorify, you give more place to in your life. Now, I want to remind you, Ephesians 4.27, it says, Neither give place to who? Now, Paul would have never written that to the church at Ephesus, and which is for us today as well, if he didn't know that it's possible for us to give place to the devil. Now, I think one way that Christians give place to the devil is by speaking the word of doubt and speaking unbelief and being moved by their circumstances. You see, as long as we magnify the problem and the difficulty, the problem and the difficulty will get larger. But oh, if we magnify the Lord. And if we'll exalt his name together, amen, the problems just don't look so big anymore. They don't look so big uh compared to our great big God, amen. Amen. And so instead of giving the enemy place, what do you say we give God place? After all, he inhabits the praises of his people. That's one great way that you can give in place on Thanksgiving Day. Don't make Thanksgiving Day just about football and your belly. You know, don't make Thanksgiving just about, you know, watching TV all day long and and going into some sort of a gravy coma. You're bummed out because you've already you haven't lost your winter coat from last year. No. Be thankful. Model thanksgiving to your children. Model thanksgiving to your grandchildren. Be thankful. Be grateful. God inhabits the praises of His people. What is it that pleases the Father? I'll tell you what pleases Him. Faith pleases Him. And praise and thanksgiving is the language of faith. Gratitude is a way of releasing your faith. One way that you show God that you have faith is by thanking Him in advance. Amen. Right now, I'm thanking Him in advance. Amen. For our 100% DCR. Met. Amen. I'm, are you thanking God in advance for anything in your life? Amen. And so one way, again, that we show Him that we have faith is by thanking Him. Thanksgiving is an act of faith that gives God a right to get in your business. Oh, I better say that again. I think I just heard the organ over there. But thanksgiving is an act of your faith that gives God a right to get into your business. You know, Paul knew something about giving thanks to God. He said over in 1 Thessalonians, In verse chapter 5 and verse 18, Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances. In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning your life. Amen? Amen. And so what Paul did in his life, he stressed continual praise and thanksgiving to God. He wrote to the the Ephesians in chapter 5, he says, Be filled with the Spirit. In other words, be overflowing with the Holy Spirit, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always to God, the Father, in the name of Jesus. That's the Spirit-filled life. The Spirit-filled life is a life that's full of the Holy Spirit. A Spirit-filled life is a life that's overflowing with gratitude and overflowing with praise. Amen. And friend, you can practice this at your home. You don't have to wait to come to church on Sunday morning to practice this. No, we should be in training all week long. So that when we come to church, glory to God, we have an explosion of the goodness of God and the presence of God. Amen. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Not for what you're going through, but in what you're facing. Because if you will praise him, praise him in it, it won't be long before you're through it. If you will praise Him in it, it won't be long before you're on the other side of it. Whatever it is, don't wait for it to change before you give Him praise. Give Him praise first in the middle of your midnight hour. Give Him praise first in the midst of a bad doctor's report. Give Him praise first in the midst of rebellious children. If you will give Him thanks in it, He'll make you sure that you get through it. How many of you can testify that you've been through some things? Oh, hallelujah. That's the goodness of God. And that's the faithfulness of God. And praise and worship and declaring his name and lifting up your voice and speaking forth his word are keys to you getting through whatever's come against you. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Remember, Paul and Silas got jailed? Smack dab in the center of God's will. They were put in jail. They were beaten. But in the middle of the jail, in Acts 16 and verse 25 and 26, look at this. Here's what Paul and Silas said. But about midnight, as Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns and praise to God, the other prisoners were listening to them. Verse 26. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the very foundations of the prison were shaken. And at once all the doors were open and everyone's shackles were unfastened. Woo, glory to God. You want some suddenlies in your life? You want some things to turn around quickly in your life? Follow Paul and Paul follow Silas at midnight. Sing praises to God. At midnight, pray. Don't throw in the towel at midnight. Stay strong. Stay steadfast. Stay consistent in your midnight hour. And God will meet you with all of his grace and all of his power. And he will cause things to be shaken around and turned around for your life. Glory to God. So out of their praise came deliverance. Make praise a lifestyle. So that when the midnight experiences occur, praise will flow naturally. Now I want to get to the crux of this message because I saw something this week that is very, very significant about gratitude. I believe that there are two levels of gratitude. I believe there's 101 and then I believe that there is 201. 201. Number one, 101 is awesome. It's great. It's where we thank Him for His provision. That's good, isn't it? I mean, we just read Psalm 103. We talked about His provision and His blessings in our life. That's good and that's healthy. But basically, that's just good manners. That's just good manners. To thank Him for His goodness? Maybe that's the problem with some Christians. They don't have good manners. Well, I didn't say that to you. About you. But if the shoe fits. We live in a society of entitlement. I'm entitled because. I'm entitled for this reason. No, without the grace of God, we don't deserve anything. No matter what your lot in life is, God and His love for you are everlasting. And it's by grace through faith that you're saved. You didn't earn it. He gave it to you. So we do not want to be unmannerly as Christians. We want to be thankful. Practice thankfulness. When you go out to eat, be thankful to your waiter. The other day we had a bad experience at a certain restaurant. I'm not going to tell you what it was because we've had great experiences over there. But how many of you have ever been to a restaurant and it wasn't just quite what you wanted? I mean, it was good maybe a month ago, but this month it just didn't measure up. Well, that's not the waitress's fault. I said, that's not the waitress's fault. And you're not called to go into the kitchen and straighten the cook out. What you're called to do is be gracious. And so we were very nice and very gracious to this young lady. And we left her a nice tip because she was a very nice young lady. You see, practice good manners, it's just good manners. To thank the Lord that you're saved. You and I were saved. There's a mansion in glory waiting for you and for me. Glory to God. Practice good manners. So that's number one. Where we just, we're mannerly toward the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your provision. But I do believe that there's another level of gratitude that pleases the Father as well. And to do so, we want to look at David. I will remind you, in Psalms 23, David wrote this psalm when he was in a valley. Anybody ever been in a valley before? And so David takes us and shows us Another level of gratitude, a deeper level, 201 if you please. In Psalms 23 and verses 1 through 3, he says, The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul he leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Now, I want to read verse 4 from the NASB, New American Standard Bible. Notice with me in verse 4, he says, even though. Everyone say, even though. Even though. Say it three times, even though. Even though. Even though. Even though. Even though. Even though. And even though. <laughs> he says, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you're with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. This is another level of praise. David comes along and says, even though this is happening. Folks, this is a place where we pass... Or we fail the tests of life. This is the place where all hell could be breaking loose in your life. And yet you say, even though it is well with my soul. Even though it is well with my soul. When peace like a river attendeth my way. When sorrow like billows, sea billows roll, whatever my lot, you've taught me to say, it is well. I said, it is well. It is well. It is well well with my soul. Even though your heart may have been broken. Even though you've lost some people along the way. Even though your back may be hurting. Even though you have more month than money, you still have a provider. His name is Jehovah Jireh. Even though you may be hurting, you still have a healer. Even though when all hell has broken loose, you can say, it is well, it is well, it is well. I'm going to call those things which be not as though they were. I am not going to fold up and quit. I'm not going to die. I'm going to rise up and I'm going to declare the goodness of God in the midst of the valley. Whatever may come against me, I've got a greater one on the inside of me. And he's an enemy for my enemies. Woo! Glory to God Hallelujah. 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 Come on, somebody. I know many of you, many of you have had an even though, but I can see you here this morning, you're still smiling, you're still praising, you're still worshiping, you're still sowing, you're still serving, you're still giving. Hallelujah! You haven't quit. You're not backing down. You're rising up in the name of Jesus. Even though, even though, even though it is well with my soul, glory to God. Hallelujah. I know some of you have been through the, the valley of the shadow of death, but I can see the light on your face to say today. I can see that you're making it to the other side and you've made it to the other side of several circumstances and several situations. This is a graduated form of gratitude. Even though this will take you from the kiddie table to the adult table. This will take you to a place where you got a man up, where you got a woman up, where you got a Christ up. You got to lift up. Even when you're hurt, you're going to lift up your voice. Even though when you don't feel like it, you're going to rejoice. Woo! Glory to God. Even though, even though, even though, in spite of it all, I know my Redeemer liveth. I said, I know my Redeemer liveth. My Redeemer is good to me. My God is good to me. And he's good to you. Woo! Come on to the table. I don't want to minimize the kitty table. That's good. Good manners. Wonderful. Good for you. But let's go to the table. And let's sit there. In verse five, he says, Thou preparest a table. Before me, come on, Shellabrati. right smack dab in the presence of my enemies. But oh, thank God you anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. This is the table where you learn to eat with enemies all around you. This is the table you learn to trust God. With what you cannot see with your natural eye. This is the table. You keep your eyes fixed on the presence of God right in the presence of your enemies. Whoo, glory to God. You see, in the presence of our enemies, we're looking straight ahead. We're not looking under the table, we're looking straight ahead unto Jesus. Who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Who is the one who already made a way for you. For he truly is the great way maker. Come on somebody. So even though this may be going on. And sometimes we have several even those going on at the same time. Right? Right? Don't consider it strange concerning the fiery trial, which has been arrayed against you. It's trying to put you out. It's time to take you away from the table. But if you'll just stay strong at the table and you'll keep your eyes on Jesus and you'll let the word of God really dwell in you richly, you will see your breakthrough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Even though this may be going on, even though you may have several even those going on in your life, you're still praising Him. You're still shouting unto God with a voice of triumph. You're still speaking what He said. You're still acting on what He said. You're still getting up in the morning when you'd rather pull the sheets over your head. You're still going to that job even though you'd rather not. I'm still praising Him. How about you? Can we take about a 20-second praise break right now? Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. If you haven't, even though, going on in your life right now, you need to lift up your hands and lift up your voice and rejoice in the Lord your God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We see Habakkuk had a few, even those. (laughs) And I'm going to ask Pastor Tom to come. Glory to God. Say of me, for the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. Say it two more times. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. One more time. For the Lord is good. And His mercy endures forever. This is nothing new. There have been people in the Bible that have come through. And if they've come through, you can come through. Habakkuk three seventeen through 19 in the NLT, it says, Even though the fig trees have no blossoms, and even though there are no grapes on the vines, and even though the olive crop fails, and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet! Amen. Don't forget the even though, and don't forget the yet. Amen. Everyone say, yet! Ooh, glory to God. Yet! Amen. I'm going to fold up and die. I'm going to call everyone in the 510 918 916 925 area code and I'm going to moan and groan about all my problems. No. Yet, I will rejoice. Look at your name and say, I will rejoice. In the midst of even those, you've got to get your will involved and say, I will rejoice. But not only that, I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength, and He makes me as sure footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. Well, glory to God. The Amplified says it like this: Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will exalt in the victorious God of my salvation. The Lord God is my strength. He's my personal bravery. Say that when the He's my strength. And he is my personal bravery. And I like this next one. He's my invincible army. (laughs) Ha ha. Therefore we can say confidently, we will not be defeated. And we will not quit. Because we're part of the invincible army. (laughs) What does he do with our feet? Well, he makes your feet like Hines' feet. And it'll make you to walk, not stand still in terror, but to walk and make spiritual progress. I don't know whether you thought about it or not. Every time you praise God in the midst of an even though you're making progress, it may not look like you're making progress, but God says you're making progress. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm progressing, I am not regressing. and to make spiritual progress upon my high places of trouble of suffering and responsibility I think today today's message is a good kickoff to Thanksgiving and I think today it would just be great if we could all just stand up and do some rejoicing and do some thanking God Even though, hallelujah, Hallelujah. hallelujah, even though, even though, even though.